Welcome to the Morning Download Podcast, your daily guide to personal finance, economics, and market insights, all in just five minutes. Get ready to empower yourself with the knowledge you need to make smarter money decisions. In today's episode, we'll cover Moody's downgrade of U.S. banks, the rise of credit card debt, the stock market's fluctuation and recovery, Bitcoin's separation from the stock market, and the challenges faced by U.S. homeownership due to rising prices and tight lending standards. Hey there, investors. It's time for your morning download from Invincible Money. So the stock market didn't make any major moves yesterday, but there were definitely some surprises in the economy. Let's dive into today's hot topics. First up, we have Moody's downgrading several U.S. banks and putting some big names on watch. This means that these banks may receive a downgrade in the future. Among the banks under review are Bank of New York Mellon, Truist Financial, U.S. Bancorp, State Street, Cullen Frost Bankers, and Northern Trust. It's not just the big players, though. Moody's also changed the ratings for 11 other banks, including Capital One, Fifth Third Bank Corp., and Citizens Financials. Even some smaller lenders like Bach Financial, Pinnacle Financial, and M&T Bank received downgrades. Moody's is expressing concern about a potential mild recession in early 2024, which could lead to funding strains for the U.S. banking sector. As a result, credit conditions might tighten and U.S. banks could face rising loan losses. It's definitely something to keep an eye on if you're invested in these institutions. Now let's move on to some good news. Bitcoin is back up. After a period of volatility, the popular cryptocurrency has seen a recent uptick in value. Keep an eye on Bitcoin if it's part of your investment portfolio. Lastly, we have something for all you homeowners or aspiring homeowners out there. We're diving into the world of mortgages. From understanding different types of mortgages to exploring the current market trends, we've got you covered. That's it for today's morning download. Stay tuned for more updates on personal finance, economics, and the markets. Happy investing! Hey there, let's get into the latest news. Brace yourselves, folks, because credit card debt has skyrocketed to a whole new level. We're talking about crossing the $1 trillion mark. Yep, you heard that right. Credit card debt has hit a record high, growing by a whopping $45 billion. It's like a balloon that just keeps getting bigger. What's more, this is the fifth quarter in a row that credit card balances have gone up. It's not surprising, though, considering inflation and those pesky high interest rates we've been dealing with. It's a recipe for financial trouble. In other news, X, whoever they are, wants advertisers back and is looking to strike a new safety deal. I wonder what kind of deal they're cooking up. Guess we'll have to stay tuned for more details. Oh, and speaking of prices going up, food and oil costs continue to rise. It's like a never-ending saga of increasing expenses. Lastly, brace yourselves again, because it seems like even big-shot Elon Musk may need surgery. You know, the brilliant mind behind companies like SpaceX and Tesla? Let's just hope it's nothing too serious and he'll be up and running in no time. And that wraps up our quick news updates. Stay tuned for more info on these stories. So let's talk about the stock market. It wasn't the most exciting day, but there were a few things worth noting. All the major indexes took a dip on Tuesday. But here's the interesting part. There weren't any major changes. Towards the end of the day, there were signs of recovery, which is always a good thing. At their lowest point, both the S&P 500 and the NASDAQ were down by more than 1%, but they closed at minus 0.42% and minus 0.79%, respectively. Not too bad, considering the initial drop. Now, the banking sector took a bit of a hit due to a downgrade. 
And even though there weren't any major earnings announcements yesterday, let's talk about Lyft for a moment. Despite their earnings beating expectations and going up 5.39% during the day, they fell by minus 6.5% after the closing bell. That's something to keep an eye on today, when the market opens. Moving on to the major movers, Broadridge Financial Solution saw a nice jump of 6.44% thanks to their earnings report and the company's decision to raise dividends. West Pharmaceutical Service also had a good day, with a 5.59% jump. Why? Well, apparently it's all about their new obesity drug, which seems to have potential benefits. Unfortunately, International Flavors and Fragrances, Inc. didn't have such a great day. They were the worst performing stock in the S&P 500, falling by a whopping minus 19.36%. The company cut their outlook due to reduced customer spending. Tough break, but that's how the market goes sometimes. And finally, Dexcom Inc. saw a drop of minus 8.9%, after competitors Novo Nordisk and Eli Lilly reported excellent growth. Competition can be tough. That's a wrap for today's stock market update. Stay tuned for more exciting developments tomorrow. So, here's some good news for cryptocurrency enthusiasts. Bitcoin showed some positive signs recently. After Moody's downgrade, the largest cryptocurrency decided to turn green. It reached $29,785. And hey, that's a 2.89% jump. Quite impressive, right? Now, over the past couple of weeks, Bitcoin struggled to go beyond the 1% mark. It just couldn't break free. But now, it seems to be holding strong. And here's an interesting bit. The correlation between the stock market and Bitcoin appears to be decoupling. That means Bitcoin is proving itself as a beneficiary amidst all the banking turmoil. Greg Magadini, the director of derivatives at Amber Data, had some thoughts on this. He said, Bitcoin is holding strong. The correlation between the stock market and Bitcoin is decoupling as Bitcoin has proven to be a beneficiary of banking turmoil. It's an exciting development, isn't it? Moving on to other crypto-related equities, things were looking positive, despite the overall market turning red. Coinbase, for example, gained a decent 2.42%, and check this out, some mining stocks even grew as much as 4%. So, despite the turbulence, there's definitely some optimism in the crypto world. And it's not just Bitcoin that's making a move. Other major currencies like Ether and Solana also experienced gains, experienced it seems like there's a flicker of hope in the crypto market grabbing our attention. Let's keep an eye on how things unfold in the coming days. So buying a house these days is becoming quite the challenge. The home ownership rate in the U.S. is just 65.8%, and it's no surprise considering the housing crisis we're facing. Rising prices and high mortgage rates are making it nearly impossible for most people to afford their dream home. And it's not just the cost that's an issue. Getting approved for a mortgage is proving to be quite difficult as well. Available credit for mortgages has reached its lowest level in over 10 years, indicating tighter lending standards and a tougher loan approval process. But fear not. There are still ways to improve your chances of getting approved for that much-needed mortgage. First, focus on improving your credit score. A score of 620 or higher will greatly increase your chances of approval. Another important factor is your debt to income DTI ratio. Keep it below 40% to show lenders you can handle the financial responsibility. Lenders also pay close attention to your income history. So if you've been employed for at least two years or have a solid and guaranteed income, you'll be more likely to get approved and make sure you can prove all your income. 
Don't forget about your assets. Showing accessible funds and considering a large deposit can help bring down the loan-to-value LTV ratio, making you eligible for better deals. Surprisingly, the type of property you're looking to buy can also impact your approval chances. Primary residences are generally easier to get approved for compared to investment properties. However, there may be cases where purchasing a rental property first makes more sense. While you're at it, pay off existing debt and avoid taking on new debt. This will improve your financial profile and make you a more appealing candidate. Lastly, compare lenders and choose the right mortgage option for you. Government-backed loans like FHA, Virginia, and USDA loans are often more affordable and easier to apply for. But if you can meet the stricter requirements, conventional loans are also an option. Remember, buying a house is a big decision, so do your research and explore your options. And if you need more guidance, check out the video, How to Choose the Best Mortgage Lender by Win the House You Love on YouTube. As Mark Twain once said, buy land, they're not making it anymore. Good luck on your home buying journey. On today's episode, we discussed Moody's downgrade of U.S. banks, the soaring credit card debt, stock market fluctuations, the rise of Bitcoin, and the challenges of home ownership in the U.S. Thanks for listening. I'll see you guys at the next one, and don't forget to subscribe.